Hello, sir. What's going on, everybody? Well, let's let's uh, clean your makeup off the lens there a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just jump on Instagram, jump into the live feed. We got Berto jumping in. Sorry, we had a had a walk in with some questions, so we uh, there we go. Oh, we can see your beautiful face. What's up, everybody? John Sintez, Alex Rojas have some surprise guests. Brady Jocelyn and Brad Birdo are going to be jumping on a little bit. We have training in like 10, 15 minutes. We were supposed to start like 20, 30 minutes ago. So um, they're going to be in here for a little bit. I'm going to let Alex do his thing and ask them some questions. And then um, uh, Alex and I will continue after that. So welcome to the podcast number. I don't even know. Insert here. We're, we're still downloading and getting things into we're it. here. Hello. Brady. Hey, Brady. What's up? What's up? So, Alex, you and I chat, chatted the other day, and we were talking about some stuff. We're, baseball season's fully going. We are now into a couple months of the season, plus we have training going on now. So we have Major League Baseball. Everything is going crazy, right? In, the, in, in what you've seen inside the game, right? Like, what, what, what's going on? How do we sum up the first week or so of the season? First thing is, what's going on, Birdo? Birdo. What's up, Birdo? Um, Two two big things that I've noticed is, number one, early we're hitting the shit out of the ball. Guys are putting up top exit velocities, like, real early. Shohei Otani, what, like, two weeks into the season, hit a 119. Like, we're, like, you know, guys aren't. I don't want to say aren't supposed to be here at this point. I don't think we've had this amount of measurement at this point to maybe know how good hitters are, but I'm on baseball savant right now. And so I'm looking at barrels per plate appearance, right? And just some of the top guys are kind of, who you think? Tatis, Otani, Donaldson, Salvador Perez, Aaron Judge, you know, the typical dudes, right? But, some of these exit velocity maxes would kind of shock you. Like, Joey Votto, he's at 114. He's like 40 years old, right? He's got to be an older guy, right? Um, then you get guys like Giancarlo Stanton, who's already at, like, 122. We already know that in his history, right? But you see in a lot of these, like, different body types that are really trying to hit the ball hard. And I think that's becoming a lot more apparent. Like, who was Tyler O'Neill before last year? Very true. What? Yeah, he is. He is, right? But I think the number one thing that I'm starting to notice notice, sorry, is um bat path. Lot a lot of good bat path to start the season. Like guys are on it. And so I wanna ask Birdo and Brady. What have you guys noticed? Because uh, I noticed, like, bat path for sure seems to be on the money. Like, guys aren't mi- – like, Stephen Kwan, like, 39 consecutive swings without missing. Like, that's a crazy – like, foul tips, foul balls, balls in play. Like, the dude's just t- – so, like, guys, I feel like are – they're getting the, the barrel on the ball really efficiently right now. Right. Uh- I think I think more guys are starting to get into that more like line drive bat path, kind of matching that pitch play more so now than like before. Like, they kind of not they, they still want that launch angle, 
But, you know, Juan Soto said it too. He's like, get on top of the ball. Mike Trout, big get on top of the ball, guys. Big, you know, hit, hit balls hard, and you get and good things happen, right? And one thing we've kind of seen with our hit tracks, right? Yeah, everyone wants to go, like, the hit tracks. Everyone wants to go and hit bombs on the hit tracks, right? And, right. But, like, the common graph that we see when we go to the dashboard and, like, it's in between certain launch angles, that's where our highest exit velos are. So yeah. um, we saw, we did see that the 30-degree launch angle, which is a pretty high fly ball, that's what gets the most distance, right? And that's, like, when we kind of get the most home, homers, per se. But the highest exit velos are around, like, 10 to 25. You know what I mean? So those are linears. Yeah. Those are yeah. linears. And I think more guys are saying that, like, Stan's 116 was a freaking shot. Was a freaking line drive. Vladdy hit one over a hundred. That was a high, high pitch. Got on top of it. Line drive went out. Um, Teoscar Hernandez hit one over a hundred. The oppo and it was like an elevated line drive. Uh, Stanton's launch angle. Not to interrupt you, but to like to further your point, ten point three early in the season. That's yeah. that's that's a missile. This high missiles. off the ground, like that is. Yeah, those are missiles. Yeah, he also hit another line drive that got out in like less than a second. It was Oppo, and it was over. It was like 105 off the bat, Oppo. And, yeah. But it was, but it was a linea. Yeah. It was a linea. Yeah. So I, I think being able to like stay there, have that approach, right? And also, uh, who said it? Uh, Bichet, Dante Bichet, senior, right? He put out a little video talking about like staying up the middle and then creating loft that's just catching a little more out front, yeah. which is great. Right, which is great, but like that, t- it takes longer to get to the ball. You have to make a decision sooner, so that's why like big home run guys who try to hit home runs all the time, they end up chasing and stuff like that. Versus you got guys like Mike Trout, Juan Soto, just trying to hit low line drive in the middle, but then they end up being a little early, and now it's a four hundred foot bomb. So, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Brady, I can't hear you. Yeah, I can't hear you, Brady. Yeah, you're muted, Brady. <laughs> Oh, it's his headphones. Just take, well, take your I, headphones out. Yeah, just take your headphones out. Yeah, yeah. To to keep the air alive. So to further your point, I love Vlad. Vlad Guerrero. Can we hear me? I said on the podcast before, he was a poster that I had. His son, his average launch angle, 9.4. <laughs> right? That is a missile that is shoulder yeah. height. Yeah. He's still leading the league in home runs. Right. Weird. Can we hear me? Am I in? No, I can hear you. Yeah, you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I was saying the guys are preparing much better, too. Like, you see these big slugger guys with the mobility to, to keep that rotational power on the opposite field. Like, that Teoscar Hernandez home run, that the rotational power to the other side was insane. So, like, yeah, these guys are big and strong, but they're also insanely mobile. So, the rotation is going further. It's going faster. And they're not so worried about hitting those sky balls out anymore. Right? right. So you got guys Is Teoscar still for the Blue Jays? Yeah. Okay. That Oppo tank was insane. He's a Tater guy too. Shout out Tater. Yeah, big Tater guy. <laughs> How about that ball that um, that Vlad hit down the right field line on Garrett Cole? Right, like that's <laughs> Garrett Cole's getting roasted for tipping his cap, but like, <laughs> you know, Alex, I, I've said this so many times. Me playing out of Mexico, I saw that all the time. I saw I. Literally in my life, there's a Venezuelan right-hander. I know him still. He hit a triple off me, running out of the box on a 94-mile-an-hour backdoor two-step. Just, like, caught it so deep and hit it right by the first baseman, right down the line. 
and that thing got to be a hundred, right? Mm-hmm. But like running out of the box, like I'm not gonna hold my feet and stay in my yeah pants. I'm gonna be athletic and not get beat away on this. If I hit it foul, I hit it foul. I love that you said that. So, not to again, I'm not gonna go crazy on these immortal types like Stanton and Judge because like how many guys are you know built like that, right? But guys move their feet in the box a lot more than coaches necessarily tell them to, right? But right. if you watch a guy swing in the majors, like, his feet aren't rooted into the ground to where they're not going to move. Like, a good athlete, like, they may shift, like, his base. Like, yeah, his feet are, like, stomping. But, like, watch good athletes. Their feet kind of move in the box a little bit, where sometimes I see these kids come in in Little League and their feet are like like bricks in the ground, and they're not even moving. And I'm like, bro, it's okay to move your feet. Like, like what John told me, just get your 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 toes pointed that way. It's an easy way to say it, right? Get your shoelaces that way. But still, just getting there. The idea of pushing into the ground with your feet, but not grabbing into the ground like a scared animal, like gripping in. It's such a hard thing, but. Using Stanton last night. What what's that announcer's name who said it was gone and then it came <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it was, but yeah, that was brutal. What's first sorry about that? You can that see that guys. Say that again. So what's worse? The the announcer doing it or the guy sitting next to you at the ballpark? Yeah, ball. Um well then you get your phone tossed into the game like the Phillies fans. Did you see oh, yeah. that? Get uh, your shit thrown into right field or wherever, right? Your P's and Q's, kid. So you better find your P's and Q's when you're in Philly. Just look at his feet, Stanton. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's got. There's some issues maybe with his swing, but he's still a pro and he's gonna be great. He's always gonna hit probably 260 or higher until maybe he gets a little older. He's a dog. He's a good. He's a good ball player. But watch his feet in the box. They still move, right? Like he's not this. Frank Thomas was a mountain. Right, so I was looking up some Stephen Kwan stats. Right, Frank Thomas once saw 150 pitches before he swung and missed. For a guy with 500 home runs, that's pretty good. That's, yeah, right? that's like the pinnacle. That's insane. That's, he was really, he was really big good. Patience guy. Right, so it's okay to have your feet move because I think it actually allows you to adjust and hit a dude like John who's got something that's running with with movement way out of the box. You gotta, you know, be an athlete. Be an athlete a little bit, you know? So, I mean, one, th- one thing I do, like, with my hitters, especially, like, with guys that chase a lot, right? And this happens more so in, like, live AB type things, right? So, with less than two strikes, I kind of tell them to kind of stay in that solid position as much as they can, yeah. right? Because, right, the more you kind of move out of the ball, move out of that position, like, the pitch takes you out of that position, it's most likely a ball or you're not on time for it and you're not getting your best swing off, right? But with two strikes, you kind of got to do what you got to do. Yeah. yeah, so it doesn't matter. And then, like, there's also there's a video out there of like Kike Hernandez and Jose Altuve, two really small, you know, smaller, smaller end guys, especially Altuve. But like, there's a video of the, of Kike like, stepping out, and Altuve does his like big crossover closeoff yeah. step, and they're hitting that same pitch, low and inside pitch, and they're hit, both hitting out to left field ball. Like, it's both a bomb to left field. So mm-hmm. who's really right in that situation? Like, I get a lot of parents say like, oh, he's stepping out, he's stepping out, he's stepping out. I'm like, eh, it's not the end of the world. It's, it's literally not the end of the world. It's Kike Hernandez, big step out, all two that film, but they both on the same page with the same results. So, really, who's right? Well, what's right? right. You know I mean? In the game, like, does it matter? He hit it out. Does it matter? He smoked it. Does it matter? 
Brady, what do you think about crossing over and stepping out? Um, I was actually going to bring up the fact on that that you brought up John, like John as a pitcher, right? Yeah. But I feel like talking from personal experience, I find myself trying to be athletic through balls, especially with two strikes. And right. being more adjustable with the direction of your power is mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. So, like, all, yeah, I'll break bats off the end, but it's a foul ball, I'm still in the count. Right. right. Like, ju just the other day, John posted it, like, five different times on all of our stuff. I snapped that bat, right? But that's a pitch that I normally wouldn't be able to get to, but I was just planted. You got to have the proper bat path, and sometimes you got to be a good athlete to get the barrel on that ball. Yeah, for sure. Like, we, we praise guys for being athletic through the box all the time, so – uh what do you mean by that what like i know what i would say what do you guys mean by be athletic in the box so against john some of our like our college guys especially a, a cutter that starts middle and breaks to the outside black and they're trying to stay in a two strike count right they they let their weight kind of take them that way and they actually get the barrel out there right it's huge to stay in the count i talk to my guys all the time about like sometimes you have to let your weight direct your swing like, don't fight it. Like, just, like, let it hey. let it happen. Hey, you guys cheat across the, the plate all the time, all right? Just talk about it, okay? You just <laughs> dive right out there and try to dump that cutter over there first base. That's what I'm but saying. That's what you got. Hey, the best hitters in the game, when it comes to, like, contact, a lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. Tony Gwynn, big diver. Pete Rose, he was a diver. Right, guys that are just putting their nose on the ball, and they're just like, I'm not missing this this thing. I'm just, like, staying right here. Oscar Sinai, our, our guy, he's, like, probably has the best, like, hand on out of everybody that we've seen. Like, like, yeah, he doesn't have as much juice, and that's where we're kind of working on him. But, like, dude, Oscar, you do, like, the two hardest things that it is when it comes to hitting. One is, like, being on time and putting the barrel on the ball. Right? But he, like, so, like, I played with him a lot, wow, but he will get it done in the game. Like, two strikes, like, oh, I'm not worried, right? Especially, like, you know, John's face him plenty of times, you know, so is Taylor. And he will just put that barrel on the ball and smoke that line drive up the middle, wherever wherever it is. But he's a big diver, and it just boom. Like, but he also, I mean, he does have a good awareness of, like, when to, like, shut it down. And when yeah. It's, it's an art form. Right. 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 Because, I'm like, not, if, yeah. oh, no, well, I was going to say, like, if you're diving every time, right, it does take away from keeping your shape which allows you to have that leverage right. where a guy like Stan, he doesn't move at all. He's like, his body is like a, a rock and he just, yeah. it's like a, a wrecking ball, right? Like from a crane, like a crane doesn't lose its structure. It stays in that position. Yeah. Don't get in the yeah. way of that wrecking ball. Yeah. yeah. And he's also like facing the wrong direction. It's very interesting. The kids ask me all the time, Hey coach, how does he do it? I'm like, well, number one, He's LeBron's size, so that helps. <laughs> like, he's huge. Like, outside of that, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm not that big, and I never hit like that. So I think the easiest way would be, like, it keeps him closed because he's able to generate unbelievable amounts of torque. Yeah. Uh, Rose, great talking to you. I got to go. I gotta, we gotta All right, Berto. Later, brother. Thanks, Berto. Appreciate it, buddy. We'll, yeah, we'll continue this for sure. For yeah. sure. See you guys. All right. Number three. Kind of going back to Stanton, in that position that he's in, he's so yeah. strong that he can fight through maybe a subpar position. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. like, that guy, that guy, yeah, he's tall and he's a big dude, like, genetically, but he's also incredibly, like, in the gym strong. So, he yeah. can muscle his way through swinging a giant bat and, yeah. and 
home plate. Yeah. Big I would like to see him just like go train in the mountains, like Rocky style, and then oh. come back just shredded, real athletic, like 220. <laughs> so, this is a Russian boxing podcast? Yes, he's got it. For some reason, he just had an epiphany and he did his winter training in Big Bear or wherever the Adirondacks in New York, <laughs> <laughs> like somewhere. Like, if you. Uh, Guy's functional. He's a freak of nature. Like he I'm are- sure he's hyper functional. Like, like a lot. Like what you said. A lot of these guys are super mobile now. Like a lot of these guys. Like, like what's Stan gonna do in the weight room? That's like, yeah, I gotta get stronger for next year. Why? Like you're so strong. You're the strongest. Like um, maybe Prince Fielder might be the only guy who could lift more weight than him. But I bet Stanton can like do pull ups and muscle ups and like he's probably super athletic with his body. Right. That takes yeah. mobility. Yeah. And, like, John, this is a good question for you. How do you go about facing a guy with, like, an unorthodox setup like that? Like, how would you go about facing Stanton? Okay, well, you know, the the stance only tells so much of the story, right? Like, so with Stanton, right. Right, how do they beat him? Well, they try to get run things up inside of him because it's very far. Mm-hmm. Him. It's hard for him to keep inside balls fair, right? Mm-hmm. He catches hanging breaking balls. And he, he wrecking balls him. The fastball's away, he shoots. So, like, if I'm facing Stan, I've got to figure out, like, it doesn't if, – if, if I'm going to the A-B from the other night, like, he rarely cheats first pitch against a new guy. So, he would take first pitch against me, and I would probably just show him a cutter to be safe. And then I would probably front door cutter on him just to, like, see what he does with it because he's probably going to rip it and kill the third base coach. Um, and if, if I hit my spot and so, you know, it, it turns into a chess match on where you think they are. I mean, if I can get any information, cause he does step sometimes too, right? Like he does have a small move and he does kind of have like a little bit of a tail where, you know, you can see him wag it and you know, he's going to get aggressive with it. So, you know, you know, cutter, cutter, slider, slider, once again, just live or die probably by that Brady, you've caught it enough, you know. You know, I'm, I'm, we get that part in two, two, then I'm going full cheese mode right after that. Yeah. Full cheese. Yeah, like the the amount of conversations we've had, like me being your catcher, about how we go about facing certain batters, it puts me in an absolute different planet when I'm hitting. Right? Because I know I know exactly what he's looking for, but if I make any kind of adjustment, I'm I'm stuck in a I'm stuck in a hole because like I'm trying to adjust what I'm doing. He's picking up on it right away. Like we, the amount of conversations we've had about how fast I'm moving my hands on like a simple waggle getting ready and that's how he decides to pitch me is insane. Like that's the level the level that they get into as pitchers facing different kinds of hits. It's what is it? Yeah. Is this, is this moving? No. No, no it's not. Is this moving? Yeah. yeah. You look like an excited dog. Like you yeah. literally tell me you're swinging. It's so funny how many kids yeah. don't even see it. They don't even see it. Right? It's almost like you're fly fishing. Like you're just baiting it and baiting it, and then the fish gets <laughs> excited. It gets yeah, like when kids look down, kids look down like away from the guy after throwing the pitch or whatever. Like I'm like, what are you doing? Like their reaction is the best part. It is Brady, Brady's seen me in college games and all over the place. And if I get going and I know what you're doing, like if you're taking first pitch on me, then it just turns into a real fun game, right? And now I can start 
being ridiculous to the point now you're focusing on what I am doing with my words and my body and my antics in between pitches instead of literally running the same sequence to every person and they're not paying attention because I'm like blowing kisses at you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, this guy's blowing pisses. What is he doing? And I'm literally Cutter, heater, slider, cutter, heater, slider, cutter, heater. Like, is anybody going to pay attention? Yeah. It's all about the patterns. It, it, oh, it, that's – okay. That's something that I wanted to ask you coming into this. How, like, approach-wise – I know there's – each end of the spectrum, like, there's the jump a certain pitch and a certain count. There's a this is what he threw me last time. This is what he should throw me this time kind of guy. And then there's the one pitch, one spot kind of guy. Ro, where, where do you stand on that, kind of, on that kind of stuff? Okay. So I think that you – so it's like a super layered question. There's a lot of ways I could talk about that. <laughs> but, like, the easiest way to talk about it, it's like you need, like, an acronym to think about it. And I use this in jujitsu because it's a game plan. Like, if this guy does this, this is my primary, right? So it's called mm -hmm. pace. Primary, alternative right and then there's contingency and then there's emergency we don't want to get to emergency i don't yeah, know no. that's yeah. good so, i like the pace that's right? really good i love that right um shout out to gorilla jiu-jitsu dave camarillo right he came up with that he's got a guy fighting in bellator if you're in the bay area go to san jose this friday night jt donaldson's gonna choke the shit out of somebody it's gonna be <laughs> awesome um he's a good guy hey, why but... don't we do that for live at bats like hey <laughs> hey, Alex Rojas is gonna be doing live at bats. He's gonna absolutely donkey some balls. <laughs> Dude, that would be great for like an ESPN. Like, watch this game. Stanton is probably gonna murder a hot dog vendor with a foul ball. <laughs> you don't want to miss this. Yeah, that's perfect. We're like, really gonna find out. Like, let's go. The ball, whoever the ball person is. Now we say ball person down the line. We're really going to learn how their ground ball skill is as they catch a 130 mile an hour ground balls ricocheting off the wall. Like, we look for that. And we're like, ah, not an athlete. Definitely not. That's an when the Giants get their younger ball crew out there. They can't have the old oh, men man. out there. The Yankees come to town. Hey, we need those 40 year olds that, you know, they got nothing. Oh, this, hey, I, one of the first games I went to in, in Tijuana, I'll never forget, there was a popcorn vendor. And this guy hooks this ball, and they don't have near the nets they should or anything, and gets it deep up into the concourse. And here's our guy right here just with his arms up. And he smoked him in the back, and it popcorn exploded everywhere. And I was like, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. <laughs> crazy. You're going to turn your back to that guy hitting? Dude, that's, <laughs> that would be great. And then, like, you see, and even though he wouldn't do it, but Rob Manfred comes out. He almost killed a guy. Did you see that? <laughs> you got to watch this shit. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. We'd fix Come the out, whole like, game. White. Still some real TikTok marketing here. With this. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, take a page out of the UFC and what they've done. They're going to be on ABC in, like, three months. Are you kidding me? Like, that's incredible. Anyway, so, yeah. hold on. Can I say the pace thing again? Yes. Primary, alternative contingency emergency so let's say i i have like a first step back right so my i've never seen this guy before right all i know is his scouting report right he's a right-handed pitcher he's six foot two 
two types of fastballs, four seam, two seam, slider, curveball, changeup. Typical white dude, whatever. But he throws, he's like 90 to, let's say, 94. He's your typical, like, your independent ball guy, right? <laughs> your typical white dude, 90. I just had to say it. I'm sorry. Slider, curve. <laughs> just like he doesn't have anything spectacular. He's not like, yeah, dude, I throw this wild splitter that I've been throwing for 19 years. Because <laughs> I just figured it out one day, right? Um, anyways, the um, the point that I'm trying to get at, it's like, imagine, like, so this is good. Look at the screen that we have right now, and it's kind of like the show rectangle, right? So let's use this as the strike zone, right? So I have a primary objective, which is, like, when I have no strikes, my primary objective is what I'm good at. What am I good at, right? And then you insert what what you're good at right that's your primary objective right uh alternative right so let's say i get to one strike right and again nobody's on nobody's out this is like a perfect situation like it's just leading off the game let's say right now if i have an alternative now it's like okay so i've seen his pitches or maybe i took a big swing big swing right took a hard cut right now i've played a card now I have to have an alternative because he's like, got some wisdom like John. He's like, oh, you like that, right? Well, now I have to have an alternative approach. Okay, so for me, I'm going to be honest. If I have no strikes, I'm going to try to take you Yahtzee if it's a good pitch. That's just who I am. Then one strike, okay, let's go line driving the gap. Let's find a gap shot. Let's let's try to work and find the gap. But that has to be your your alternative, right? What are you looking for to do that? For me, I wouldn't mind anything down and away because I know I can stay down on it and hit it over that second baseman's head or hit it through that four hole in between the first and the second baseman, maybe even play the line. I knew I could do that, right? That's what I'm sitting on with one strike. That's my alternative approach. Then you've got your contingency, right? That's your, okay, I got one strike on me, but I don't maybe feel comfortable against this guy. Right. My contingency may be, all right, now I'm really trying to sell out on like just focusing on one part of the zone, not a specific pitch, but like anything up, I'm swinging at it. And I could look awful, but just like, hey, what if he hangs a slider up and I take a hack at it? Now you you barrel it up. Right. Then you have emergency. Okay. You got two strikes. Right. So you're just trying to stay alive. What's been the approach that's kept you alive in the past? Right. And then build off that because like you can't have a different emergency approach, I believe, to every guy, because then things might get complicated. He's 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 lost in the ether. I think someone's calling it does that. No. But let's say like your emergency is not something that you want to get into and and mess around with that. I think that your emergency is something that you just gotta hold on to and be like building off of that yeah. from like hey with two strikes i choke up hey does it work not really okay stop <laughs> like maybe go the opposite way hey with two strikes i back off the plate or i get closer to the plate you just have to start having some different i think ideas to your emergency plan but your primary your alternative your contingency that can all change right that kind of stuff but sure it, it all depends on no, the first thing is the first thing is what are you good at the pitcher what are you good at 
Because then right. that'll tell me, like, what am I going to be looking for primarily? Right. right? Which, which is a complete lost conversation. Right? Yeah. Like, you, the amount of times people practice fastballs only and that's all they hit, it's just wild to me. It's or just wild. middle, middle on the tee, and it's just like, right. what are you doing? What are you like, doing, man? That's I, not. I, am I through? I, I couldn't, you know how hard it is to throw it middle, middle, if you really think about it? Like, to perfectly middle, middle the ball? Definitely not. Easy. Start middle and middle. Yeah, that's hard. I mean, like physically, you'd have to spin it like so. Yeah. Just, just homie from Tennessee that gave up the 101 home run to center field. Ouch. Brady, did you see that? I did. John came in and played like five times. It was awesome. That ball was like, I was watching on my couch, just watching wheels, and he hit it, and I just threw like my pillow or something. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that would be exciting. Like, you, right. you put this guy up there, like, he can hit anybody faster than a speeding bullet. You show him hitting 102 in the right center field. That'd be great. Brady, did you hear my emergency part? Yes. I heard, I heard like, the first little bit of it. So, like, we don't want to change that. That would be it. So, like, my, my first two pitches, but I'll have three categories for it, right? Primary alternative contingency. I'm, I can change those pitcher to pitcher, moment to moment, right? Those are easier, but like your emergency is probably going to stay the same because with two strikes, you know what you're trying to do. I'm not trying to get out. Yeah. Okay, like that's step number one. And then I was talking to John, like choking up. That's step number one for some guys. Does it work? I don't know. Okay, well, you should start to pay attention to that because two strikes is a situation where most guys – their average goes down. Other guys, maybe their on-base percentage goes up because maybe they try to draw walks a little bit more. Maybe they, they take their own bat out of their hand with two strikes. I, I, I don't know. That conversation is so weird and dated, too, because the 0-1 to 1-0 uh, batting average percentages are the assumption that there's a heater every time. So you're yeah. thinking that is completely flawed. Mm -hmm. I, I do not have to throw a fastball. Um, you don't. I don't. I do not. Uh, Brady, Brady saw me the other day, right? I will do this in the middle of the game, especially like against college guys. I'll just throw you curveballs. I don't even care if I walk yet. It's I incredible. Just throw six in a row, and you just and then what it does it doesn't even do anything to that guy at that time because he's trying to figure it out, right? What happens is everybody else is watching that shit. And they're like, oh. This dude will just throw whatever the fuck the whole time. You know what I mean? And if you have that, hitters going up there, and they're just like, well, I just watched him throw. All What's cutters. your primary plan now? Yeah. He threw all cutters to this guy. He threw all sliders to that. This guy got all curveballs. This guy got yeah. low. Like, it, people are writing this down as you're playing yeah. and trying to pay attention to it. And if you can be as possible, they're just like, yeah, I don't know. Right. Know. So think about – what football coaches do. Football coaches script like the first 50 plays of a game, right? To where like you get the personality of a team. But if a team came out first play, they're running a flea flicker. And then the next game, they're just running like a quarterback draw. And then the game after that, they're punting on first down. You're like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening here? Like, who are we playing, right? But then that sets a precedence of like, uh, we don't, we're kind of on our back foot to start. Right. That's not yeah. what you want. You want to be on your back foot to start. You want to be aggressive. Like, as a, 
Peter, you haven't been truly just bamboozled until you see your first three-one curveball. Yeah. Oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. Like, I, I actually, the the first time I met John, we played against him, and I'm working counts. So I'm hitting pretty well for the season in the summertime or whatever. And this guy just cutters us to death. Yeah. For right. Sure. I flew out to the track twice. I'm just in my own head, just absolutely pissed. And then this guy throws me a three-one curveball in my last at bat of the game. <laughs> in a blend. Hey. Hey, no hitter through eight, by the way. No hitter, <laughs> no hitter through eight. Let's go. Just a no-no through eight. Just a random old guy shows up to a college league game and just, hi. I mean, thank God I had the peace of mind to be like, hey. What are you about doing it? What's up? Thank God I had the peace of mind to, like, come up to him afterwards and be like, hey, uh, what are you doing different? Because something, <laughs> something ain't adding up. And I was like, yeah, I just know who you guys are. Yeah. Yeah. You're all in college, so you're the same hitter to me. Makes sense. <laughs> Some programs, though, right? They have wow. this, that, like, that approach mindset. This is what we do. This is how we hit. Remember I told you about one of my best college games. I recognized the entire team. The whole team took the first pitch. And if you threw a ball, they took to you get a strike. They would literally stand there with this, like, really robotic type of thing and be like, Eyes trapped. Eyes trapped. And I'll be like, what is going on? Like, are you trying to give me a strike? <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's a program in Texas, Tarleton State. They've got a couple of national championships, but they've run the same kind of program. And I remember how frustrated it was. Just like, like the pace of play gets just destroyed when, when teams have this like global approach. Like, uh, did you guys ever see that video of Joey Votto never stepping out of the box against Garrett Blow? Yeah. Have you yeah. guys seen that? Yeah. That's yeah. one of the best videos of gamesmanship against a guy like like a John who might be like, oh, these guys love to just take 30 seconds in between. I'm just like, ready to go. Right when you get the ball. No, no, no. Let's go. Let's go. Pace of play. Yeah. Come on. Let's go. Right? Uh, yeah, I'll, I yell. I will definitely yell on the mound. And there's not an umpire that I've met yet that's used to it. Right? So I'll be like, get in the box. But the counter, a guy that never gets out of the box. The yeah, they think I'm talking to the hitter. Oh, Blue, do no. your job. Come on. Let's go. In the box. The game right. is in the box. Let's go. That's an approach to a game. Like, okay, so coaches that are out there, players that are out there watching it, that's an approach to the game. Like, you, you there's one of two ways to approach life. You can be aggressive or you're not. So there's more aggressive approach, right? So, but the point that I'm trying to make is like that idea of like a guy's pressing the action. If you know a pitcher's uncomfortable, you can just not move and you can press the action. It's just like hitting off a pitch machine, right, Brady? Oh, like yeah. The thing's on a timer. Like you're not stepping out. You're just like, all right, I fucked that one up. Here we go. <laughs> come back and get this one, right? Like, you're not stepping out 30 seconds. Let me undo my bet. Like, sometimes you just got to roll, man. That'll throw a pitcher off. Like, wow, that guy didn't even stop looking at me. Yeah. No, he just took the pitch and then just stayed right here. Come on. Just yeah, right here. That's How many pitchers will freak out and fall back on a fastball at that point? Oh, my God. Or being you because they just they're, – they're so bamboozled by the idea that, like, this guy didn't even take his time to think. Yeah. No, I don't have to. You're an idiot. Another, uh, like John tells a story all the time about when he was in high school was 
the the baiting of pitches in the on deck circle and throwing guys yeah. off. That was huge. Just taking a mammo hack and then just sitting first pitch curveball and just hitting it out. Because mm -hmm. something like with all the simulators and like on on both Rapsodo and Hit Tracks, curveballs get it harder. They do. Like the spin, the spin's already in the correct direction, right? All you have to do is match the plane. If you match the plane, you're already at what a 27 to 30 degree launch. So if you square something up, it's going. And if you can if you can find a way to bait that pitch, if the if the pitcher's got a, a mediocre curveball and you bait that pitch from the on deck circle, like five, six pitches before you even get to the plate, you win as a hitter. Yep. Hey, hey, he's our hitting instructor. That's he important. is. You know? It's fun because you you know, we teaching kids the action not the swing is, is like the, the next chapter of the situation that you just don't see that enough. you see it all the time online this cue that cue this drill that drill i'm like yeah if i know your to your point right homie right our, our boy with uh the guardians that extremely accurate with this barrel Even right? Quan. Right, right, right finally swung and missed did you guys know it was yeah. Nasty splitter. Yeah. Nasty splitter. And then you look at all the balls he hit. All here, all levels to him. I'm gonna predict he's gonna see the old curveball slider change up combos. That's what's gonna happen. Right? Yeah. All the hit were on fastballs. Yeah. Your leadoff guy, sure. Max Scherzer's going double up change ups to start the game the other day. Like what? That was insane. Like you're mean. You're a mean human. So, but that's, that's, I think that's the light that you got to shine. You got to talk about those things because you're seeing too many guys that just don't get what we're trying to do here, which is like, we're trying to get away from the idea that like, this is a gentleman's game where we're wearing ties and top hats. It's like, we're, we're competing. Like sometimes I think that like the whole idea like Eric Sim, he had a great take on the uh, the old drag butt from Patricio Dubon, right? Yeah. And he's, you know, to sum it up, he's like, what unwritten rules? Like, there's literally no rule that's written yeah. down that says right. you cannot drag butt when you're up X amount of runs, right? I said this too. I said the same thing too. I said that you didn't have a hit yet, and if you got one hit right there, he changes his average and stays in the big leagues. Yeah, but he don't give a shit. Yeah. If he continues to go down that barrel or whatever, they're not going to take it away from his stats. Right? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, same lines. You got two guys going absolutely yammo off Will Myers on the bump. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What, what are you just supposed to swing hard then? Hey, this guy's floating up there, slow pitch softball style, right? Don't, just don't even swing hard. Hey, just this get is completely hey, given. Heat up the game. On this game. Nobody wants balls hit really far anymore. I like just the fact that we're already putting position players in on the first week of the season makes me So this brings up my my favorite topic in all of baseball and all of sports. There needs to be a knockout rule that's established. Like once this happens, the game is over. Like in a fight, I knocked you out or you tapped out or something. <laughs> Because we get to points I'm saying where – You're down 15. Let's go. Yeah. Dude, like – Like, even football games, dude. 
you're up like six touchdowns, it I'm good. I'm all set. <laughs> Let's bounce. Yeah. Like, Duke now done playing Alabama. That's what you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like game's over. Nobody needs to get hurt. Can we just play one half of this game? Like, do we need to run this back for another 25 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is? No, no, no. We got we got the gist, right? So I, I re- and even in pro sports, I would love to see that because, like, I love the game of baseball, but the length of time that it takes to determine who is the best, I feel like, takes too long some days. When, like, other days, it's like, no, no, no. Clearly, these guys, they won today. We don't need to have any more contests. Let's take a nap. Let's come back tomorrow, run it back. We'll try it again because this game's over. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be some kind of a knockout, whether it's 15 runs or, like, hey, are you warming up a position player? Call it this game. game. Oh, you don't don't lose? Bring in a pitcher, compete, right? Like, something like that. Once you start getting weird – (laughs) <laughs> like you know just like like what you're you're double switching twice why like you're just doing weird shit right you're yeah. moving your gauge like i'm so bad double switches over because that's like one of the dumbest things just hide it the dodgers win more games i'll tell you that dodgers are gonna win a lot dodgers. more games yeah and and hey mlb good job we got more we got runs right but now we got pitcher we got backup left fielders pitching what are we doing like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, like, imagine, imagine a sport where, like, you were starting to put your point guard at center because all of your centers fouled out. Like, I think at that point, like, like the, even the guys in the NBA, they would dribble intentionally slower. Like, they'd be like, let's get this clock going, right? Yeah. Because they even realized, like, we got to get out of here. This is, uh, this is a wrap. 100%. This is barely into the background, by the way. Like, all of the efforts to speed up are in the wrong area. Yeah. Like, throwing a play clock is kind of brutal. Yeah. I did see a dude get struck out in college like a week ago or two weeks ago. I'm I'm going to fight you. Stay in the box. Brutal, dude. I would have been hot. Put one foot out, adjust your gloves, and that'll be it. Now they're. David Ortiz walking all the way off the dirt into the grass, adjusting their 18,000 Like, come on, man. <laughs> Stay in the box. I'm over it. There yeah, has I'm to in. Be. I'm in on 15 after 7. Oh, yeah. 15 under 7? Yeah. yeah. That should be like a new Twitter page. Like, <laughs> I'm even down for like, at, like, hey, after nine innings, you guys get one fucking out. All right? Like, you get one out. We're going to start speeding this up. <laughs> One out, guy oh, third right. base to Thank start you. every Hey, can we just stay out here for the next two outs for two innings? <laughs> oh, yeah, Man, we'll get three tries. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we'll get one. We're going to have two batters at the same time. You don't know who's swinging. We're going to have two guys. No HPPs. Zero HPPs. Yeah, zero. You have no idea. And you can walk both guys, then one goes to third, one goes to first. That's how we start. Definitely. See, that's where we're heading. Like, if you want to get ridiculous with it, then let's just do some crazy shit. We're going to have three center fielders and two first basemen. There's going to be physically two first bases for one guy. Bases. Yeah. Well, my friend, uh, we we have three 
I think we're gonna have to time this a little earlier next time, but it was well, kind of good. a great day for me anyway. But I'm glad we got jump back on this, uh, guys. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast, we do on our YouTube channel. We also are on um, Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Oh shit! Video version here, yep. Video version here, audio version, podcast, Spotify. Check that out. We really need everybody to spread the word, put some stuff out there. We have an Instagram page for this um uh podcast as well which one of all if you have any questions dms let us know like follow you know what to do so love you guys we 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 just want to talk baseball and help with the the game to the direction it's going because i feel like it hasn't changed in like 40 years so and it maybe hasn't changed in 100 years i don't know but i definitely know i see some people doing some so it's easy to point that out you know hey brady good talking to you buddy yes sir hey i'm trying to go out there and swing it with you man or you guys hey, let's do it, guys. Real quick before you guys uh, before you guys head out, if you're playing in the Southern California area, go check these guys out. And I said Southern, I didn't say San Diego. Go check it out for a day, right? If you're 60 miles away, just go drive, check it out, right? They're doing a lot of good stuff. If you're living in the Bay Area, right, come find me at TPC. We're in Livermore. Um, anyway. <laughs> Awesome talk with you guys today. I appreciate your guys' time so much. Definitely. 100%. Later, guys. Later.